I knew from the very beginning of my online business journey that building a mailing list was important. Come on, we all know that, right? And I even had some really early successes at it, and I pretty quickly had a few hundred people on my mailing list. What I didn't have any clue about was how to actually stay in touch with them. I mean, I knew that I had to email them. That's not what I'm talking about. But where I, but that's where I got stuck. I talked myself out of sending email at every single opportunity. I told myself that I didn't have anything new or important to say to them. And if I did come across something that I thought my subscribers needed to know, I'd convince myself that they must have already seen it, that somebody else would have already sent it to them, that they didn't need to hear it from me too. Of course, by that point, weeks would have passed since my last email, so how could I just randomly drop into their inbox now? I'd have to have something really amazing to send to make up for that lack of attention. So I wouldn't send anything at all. For months. Sometimes for years. Does that sound familiar? I know dozens of new and even not-so-new business owners who are in the same situation and who are telling themselves the same stories about why now is just not the right time to send an email to that list that they've worked so hard to build. This is episode 93 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast, and this is part three of the online business roadmap series where I'm walking you through starting an online business from scratch. Last week, we covered how to create a compelling lead magnet and how to get it in front of your audience so that you can start building your email list. This week, we're going to talk about what you can say to them now that you have their attention. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey, it's Cindy, and thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with me. I appreciate you. You'll find the show notes and the recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 93. While you're there, be sure to hit the subscribe button. New episodes drop every Thursday morning, and next week, we're going to talk about creating your first digital product. I'll give you my tips for creating a simple information product you can launch in just a couple of days. But that's next week. This week is all about building a relationship with your new email subscribers, because those are the people who will buy your products from you over and over again. And that won't happen if you're not staying in touch with them. Now, before we dive into that, I do want to caution you again, just like I did last week, if you listened to that episode, to not try to move too quickly through these steps. If you're still putting your content publishing system together, then keep doing that. Get really, really good at consistent publication before you move on to creating your lead magnet because it's the content that's going to attract subscribers. Get that first piece in place and don't rush it. It's okay to take your time. Once you have your content process in place and you're consistently publishing new content week after week on a schedule, then it's time to move into creating your lead magnet. That was step two of the process, and I'll link to both of those episodes in the show notes for this episode if you haven't listened to them yet. So first, content publishing, that's the foundation. Then create your lead magnet so you can start adding calls to action to all of your content that leads to your opt-in. Then the very next step 
the instant you even have one single person on your mailing list is to begin emailing them twice each week. Now, I know that some people say that once a week is enough. Heck, I know some people who say once a month is enough, but it's not. It's not nearly enough. Eventually, I want you to work up to mailing your list every single day, but that's a long-term plan. I know it's a lot for you to think about right now, so we're going to aim for twice a week instead. And don't worry, this is going to be easy. I'm going to give you the process to follow that's going to make this a piece of cake for you. So let's go. If you're publishing content like I recommend you do, then you already have one email in the bag. It's done. It's ready to go. Honestly, this is a really big reason why I recommend you start with content instead of product creation. It gives you something to share with your subscribers. It makes emailing them at least once per week stupidly easy. All you have to do is point them to your latest piece of content. That's it. It seriously does not get any easier than that. So let's say you publish a blog post every Monday, and it doesn't even have to be a blog post. It could be a podcast. It could be a YouTube video or a Facebook Live or whatever long form content you're putting out there into the world is a good fit here. But let's say it's a blog post and that you publish it on Mondays. Then what you're going to do is on Tuesday, you're going to send an email to your list saying, hey, there's a new blog post. Go read it. Now, you're going to be a little bit more personable than that. You're maybe going to give them uh, some reasons why they might want to read it. You're going to tell them what's in it for them, in other words, but that's the basic structure. All you're doing here is sharing what you've published. There's a couple of big advantages for doing this. First, it's already written. You can steal a paragraph or two if you need a shortcut or if you're feeling a little writer's block. Just grab the first two paragraphs of your blog post, paste them into your email, and follow it up with a read more and a link to the post. It will take you five minutes maximum. That's, of course, the bare minimum you should be doing with this email, and you should feel free to do more. I mean, go ahead and write a better intro or share a story or whatever else you like for this email. But at a minimum, if you're feeling stuck and you're not feeling creative and like you really don't want to send an email and maybe you've only got 10 minutes to get it done, then grab those first two paragraphs and invite your subscribers to read more by clicking the link. So that's the first big advantage of this method. It's just so easy to do. You will literally have no excuses for not mailing your list if you're consistently publishing long-form content. The second big advantage is you'll be less likely to talk yourself out of hitting the send button. A few minutes ago, I told you all of the ways I talked myself out of mailing my list in those early years. I told you that I would tell myself that I didn't have anything new to say and that everyone had already heard whatever it was I was going to be talking about. So what was the point anyway? Well, when you're emailing about your own content, none of that is true. You do have something new and important to say, or you wouldn't have written that post in the first place. And chances are, no one else is talking about it, so your subscribers are unlikely to have heard about your new post unless you tell them. And when you're consistent with your content publishing, and you're following up with a weekly email about your content, worry number three becomes irrelevant as well. You never have to wonder how you can re-engage with a cold list because they'll never be cold. You'll always be in touch with them, building that relationship week after week after week. But this is just one email. Remember, I recommended that you send 
two emails. The first one is easy. It's just about the content. But the second one is going to take you a little bit more thought, although not a lot at this point. The second email that you're going to send is you're going to share something that someone else wrote or is selling. Let's go back to our example and say you're publishing a blog post on Monday and you're emailing about your blog post on Tuesday. Then you're going to pick another day during the week to send a second email. It doesn't matter so much what day you send it. A lot of people are going to want to ask, okay, but what day should I be emailing? It doesn't matter. If I'm honest, you probably don't even have to send it on the same day each week, but I'm going to ask you to do that anyway, just because it will help build consistency. If you tell yourself you just have to send it sometime this week, it's a lot less likely you'll get it done than if you have a schedule to stick to. So pick a day. It doesn't matter what day it is. There's no better day for open rates or better day for sales. Don't believe any of that crap. Just pick a day. If you're already mailing on Tuesday, maybe you decide to send your second email on Friday, or maybe you decide to send it on Saturday just to split things up nicely. Again, it is totally up to you. Just pick a day and stick with it. That's the most important bit. But then what are you going to mail about in that second email? What's your content going to be? Well, you have three choices here. You can either mail about something that someone else published. We talked about that a minute ago, or I mentioned it a minute ago, I guess. You can email about an entirely new idea. This is new content from you, or you can email for an affiliate product. In other words, something that someone else is selling. You haven't created any products yet, at least in in my scenario, in my roadmap. So you can't mail about your own product, but you could mail about something that someone else is selling, or you can mix and match. Really, the only rule here is that you send that second email, but otherwise you get to decide what works for you and what works for your audience. Let's look at each of these ideas and what they might look like in real life. First and easiest is to simply email about something that someone else has published. Maybe you listened to a podcast or you watched a video that you particularly liked and that you think your subscribers need to hear or watch. You're going to do the same thing that you did with your own blog post in this case. Just write a little one or two paragraph introduction with the reasons why it's important to listen or watch this thing and give them the link where they can find it. Super easy. Not a lot of work to do there. It will take you maybe 10 minutes or so and you can get on with your Friday. So you can do that. And I would 100% encourage you to do so while you're getting your email process in place and building up that consistency. But don't stop with just linking to other people's content. A lot of times we do that because it's easy and we don't want to put ourselves out there and we don't want to appear too forward or too pushy. So we limit ourselves to just repurposing or, or curating other people's content. But remember that you are in business to grow your own brand and to make money. So don't stop with just this email. Sometimes you're going to want to send your own original thoughts and ideas in an email. This isn't what you wrote in your blog post or what you made a video about. This is content that lives only in your email. That's what makes it special. It's exclusive. Only people who are subscribed to your list will ever see it. Now you might be thinking, but I'm already writing and publishing once a week and now you want me to come up with new stuff to publish in my email? Come on, how much time do you think I have? But yes, that's exactly what I'm asking you to do. Don't worry though, it is not that hard to do. 
Remember first that this is an email. That means that people aren't going to read a thousand words. They're not expecting a big, long article. They probably don't even want to read 500 words in an email. They may want two or three paragraphs at most. And I know you, you're going to email me because you're on my list and you read my emails and they all weigh in around 500 words. And all I'm going to say is that you do you. If you like long form emails, write them. But I am giving you permission here to write really, really short emails. If you're thinking that you don't have the time or the patience or ideas to write another piece of long form content, then by all means, keep this second email super short. Your readers will probably appreciate it. Now, what about ideas? What are you, okay, so we talked about length, but what are you actually going to write about if you're going down this path to creating exclusive content? If you remember back in the first episode of this series, I asked you to brainstorm ideas for content. My goal for you was to come up with a hundred ideas that you could use for long form content. Not all of them had to be good or even interesting. I just wanted you to create a big list to work from. So now is your chance to grab that list and take a second look at it. My guess is that there are more than a few items there that for one reason or another just aren't a good fit for your long-form publishing plan. Maybe you have an idea that's not beefy enough. There's not enough there. There's, There's no there there. That's perfect for an email since you might be looking for something shorter anyway. Think about things like three quick tips to get your cat to stop chewing on your house plants or the one piece of advice you wish you'd known before you planted tomatoes or a little known idea for saving money on a destination wedding. Just something that you can write up super quickly in a paragraph or two is going to be perfect for this type of email. Another idea is to share a more personal story. You could write, for example, about how you got started growing tomatoes or your own destination wedding regrets. Personal stories like that can make really strong connections with your email subscribers, but they're not usually very useful in blog posts or videos. So they don't generally make the cut there, but they're really great for email. Encouragement and inspiration are good options for emails as well. Again, that kind of content doesn't usually make for good blog posts unless you are really, really good at writing it. Or maybe that's what kind of blog you have, in which case, you know, carry on, you do you, like I said. But for email, encouragement and inspiration and case studies of that kind is not that hard to come up with, and it's really easy to write, and your email subscribers will appreciate those types of stories. And then the last idea I have for you for this second weekly email is the most important one because it's the one that's going to help you make more money more quickly, and that is to send an email promoting an affiliate product. Now, this is not a course about how to be an affiliate marketer, so I don't want to go too far off the track here, but the basic idea behind affiliate marketing, if you're not familiar with the concept, is that you sign up to an affiliate program, and then they will give you a special link, a special unique link that is just for you that you then share with your audience. And when someone in your audience makes a purchase through your link, you earn a small commission. Now, some affiliate programs have requirements such as a minimum amount of traffic or a minimum number of subscribers. Most of them don't, but you will have to give them information such as your mailing address and your tax information up front. 
Then once you get signed up, they'll give you that unique link to share with your subscribers. And that link, like I said, is tied to you so the program owner can know who referred the sale. After a certain period of time, usually it's 30, 60, maybe sometimes 90 days, then they'll send you your portion of that sale, your percentage of that sale. Affiliate programs are available no matter what niche you are in. You will find affiliate programs that you can join and you can get started with most of these even if you're brand new. For example, if you're writing about photography, you might want to promote cameras or other equipment maybe online courses or books or any other related photography gear. If you're in the gardening niche, you can look for things like gardening equipment, garden towers, seed and seedling programs, or maybe even clothing. If you already have affiliate accounts, you're ahead of the game. Log into your affiliate dashboard and pick out two or three items that you want to talk about in your upcoming emails. If you don't have affiliate accounts and you're just getting started, you'll need to get signed up to a couple of first. And the way you do that is just fire up Google or your favorite search engine and search for your niche and affiliate program. So you would do a search for baby sleep training affiliate program or knitting affiliate program or oil painting affiliate program, whatever your niche is and the words affiliate program and see what Google comes up with. Then go get signed up. Make sure you read their terms of service and how their programs work. Make sure you understand how to get your link and then you are ready to go. So that's your third option for an additional email each week. That is to promote an affiliate product. Any of these emails, either sharing content that someone else published, offering some quick tips or ideas or promoting an affiliate offer, All of these are super quick to write, so you're not going to be spending hours and hours in front of your computer coming up with email content. That's not my goal for you here. Remember, our goal is to get in the habit of sending two emails every single week. You pick the days. It doesn't really matter right now which ones you choose. Just keep it consistent. Put them in your calendar. Then do not go to bed on those days until you have sent your email. I know I said there were no rules with this, but that's a good rule, so I'm going to go with it. You cannot go to bed on your email day until you click send. Make that commitment to yourself. That's how email marketing-based businesses grow. You can do this. Now, if you want to learn more about how I manage my email marketing, I do have a couple of courses you should take a look at. I'll link to those in the show notes. But really, you should just come join us inside Six Figure Systems because, guys, we talk about this stuff all the time. I'm there to look at your unique business and give you personalized advice based on my 12 plus years experience with not just email marketing, but also with content, with product creation, with team building, with automation, and all of the things that go into building an online business. Come over to sixfiguresystems.com and you can get started today. Now let's recap what we just talked about. As soon as you have your very first subscriber on your list, you're going to start emailing twice each week. It is just as important for you to be emailing on a regular basis now when your list is small as it is down the road when your list is bigger. In fact, it might even be more important to do that now. This is your best opportunity to build those relationships. This is when people are going to be the most interested in what you have to say. 
So don't wait until your list is bigger. Don't tell yourself that you shouldn't be emailing those five people or 10 people or 20 people. Email them just as if you had 200 or 2,000 or 200,000 subscribers. You're going to send one email per week about the content that you created, your blog post, your podcast, whatever that is. The day that it's published, email your list and let them know about it. Then you're going to send one other email each week that's about something else, a piece of content that someone else published, a tip or an idea that your subscribers need to hear, or an affiliate offer. And here's a tip from me. Lean towards the affiliate offers, okay? Send more of those than the other kinds. You'll make more money that way, and that is the point of being in business. Please never forget that. We are here to make money. It is okay to say that. It is okay to think it. And you can make money and be of service to your subscribers at the same time. Now, I would love to hear from you about your email plans. Click over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 93 and leave me a comment. Tell me first what two days you will be emailing your list. Then drop me a link to your lead magnet. I don't care what topic it's on. I don't care what subject it is. I don't care what niche you're in. Drop me a link to your lead magnet because I'm going to get on your emailing list so that you have no excuse not to send those emails. And could you do me one more favor? If you have a friend or a colleague who could use business building advice, would you share the link with the, to the podcast with them? It's tinycourseempire.com. It's a great way to grow our audience and I'd appreciate the support. All the episodes, like I said, can be found at tinycourseempire.com. That's it for me this week. I will be back next week with my best advice for creating your first information product. Have a terrific rest of your day, and I will talk to you again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.